0: We're on a stakeout. Let's keep our ribeye on the prize this week on the Hapless Heroes.
1: McGoggles are men in their own way.
2: back to another episode of the hapless heroes podcast i'm francesco and i'm your host and dm as we continue this adventure uh in the lost city of ul i guess we can call it uh i'm gonna intro our wonderful cast of characters tonight starting on my virtual left we have dave as zero valen's avatar of war good evening mike as lord and captain quinn southwind always Um, at
3: my service
2: nicole as boris the butcher Ooh,
3: we get to do another heist.
2: No one said heist.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I heard ribeye.
2: Zach as, uh, as Pregnart. Hello, I'm here too. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer.
1: Hmm, I wonder who's going to steal
0: the show.
2: And John as Laura Gerald the Light.
0: Just patiently waiting for the city to explode.
2: James, a.k.a. Hoblet the Smasher, is not with us tonight, but um, will be back with us very soon, so we will soldier on, and uh, it's very easy to explain what Hoblet might be doing in uh, a city that he used to frequent, and, well, um, he was probably one of the only people, actually the only person amongst all of you who would have been here before, and he's he's off, if I recall correctly, he wasn't a huge fan of the stakeout idea.
4: Right? Not particularly. Do you remember that? Maybe. Wheelie finds out that we're going to have some actual stakes out. Yeah. <laughs> that change his mind.
2: Yeah, because, like, when we last left off, you guys were checking into the Garden Inn, which is in a ritzy part of town. And I never actually stated, you know, like, what the name, you know, like, it's like, I, we're world building on the fly here, folks. So, like, sometimes I don't always, uh, when we go in a direction I wasn't expecting, I don't always necessarily have the, uh, you know, the map still loading, we'll call it.
0: Um, You didn't expect us to fail so quickly in the tower? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Right now, you are in the ninth ward of the city of Ul, which is one of the inner rings and and sections of of this massive metropolis, circular metropolis. And you are staying at a hotel not far from Ebenezer's house. Uh, Ebenezer Blackwood, who, you know, You've all known to be apparently the arbiter of the foul upheaval, which is supposed to happen in a couple days. Uh, but, you you know, trying to get some more information and you just had to plan some sort of stakeout or intelligence gathering situation to get some more information.
0: Mostly because so, we're not allowed in the tower anymore. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> yes, we you, you, you did. You did kind of. There was a situation there and, you know, that could have, you know, things could have probably been handled better by all of us. Um, But uh, for as it stands during this current run. Yeah, um, I don't think you'd be welcome back at the tower. Capital T, capital T, the tower.
0: And the likelihood of sneaking in there is pretty low.
2: (laughs) Never say never when certain members of this party are present. But before that, like I said, you're at the garden inn. Hoblet, uh mm-hmm. as you guys have checked into the penthouse, I guess that you, if I recall, that you had um acquired and paid for, uh Hoblet has mysteriously gone missing.
4: Um Yeah, we've never heard those words before.
2: Nope. Definitely not. Place um and so you can only hope that he will uh return before. Well, at least Zero's the one in charge of resetting, so you'll definitely see him again at some point.
0: One question <laughs> I had, uh Zero, are you capable of eating that fish? Do you think it'll work if you ingest it? Well, I suppose that depends. Is the ingestion
4: physical or perhaps symbolic? I have uh, no idea. Well, we'll find out when it happens. And uh, if necessary, it's easier to get a goldfish out of my stomach than any of yours.
2: (laughs) I love this. I love this. We've, so many questions are being raised about the, the the ways in which the fish works. And I love that this this fish that I, I will say I had never intended to actually be part of this story arc when I first dreamed it up. But the moment presented itself. So I ran with it. Uh, I love that this fish is so important. It makes me I'm, so happy.
3: I'm glad that Chuck, Chuck joined the party.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, but so that's where we are now. Uh, Hobbit is missing Y'all are in your penthouse In the garden And it's like midday So I mean you got plenty of time To come up with a plan Or figure out I guess like What your next objectives are You know where Ebenezer lives That information was given to you By K- Kieran Telvani at Chuck's Dive You guys had you know Gone in there after Boris had Met this person playing dice At uh, at the um, when is it The village inn Yep um, so this—that's kind of where those connections have led you now—is you're staying not too far from where he lives. He also lives here in the ninth ward.
0: And how how far from him are we again?
2: I mean, you guys are probably—I mean, it's a short walk, probably about ten minute, fifteen minute walk. You would expect, you know, like you guys are in like a, more of a common—you know, like a, if you're staying in. An inn, right? So this is like where, like, some, like you're, you're you're located. Not you're you're not too far from like some markets, and you know you're in a more commercial part of the Ninth Ward. You would expect that, based on the map and the information you were given, he lives in more of like a, I guess what would be the equivalent to like a gated community. Right. Yeah.
3: Let's go check it out.
0: Do we all go at once? I no, mean, let's split the party. <laughs>
3: in the middle of the afternoon. That seems kind of obvious.
5: Only one of us will look.
1: (laughs) 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 I think it makes uh, it makes sense to look at the surrounding areas and maybe the comings and goings of people in that community. We might not be able to get close enough.
4: And just a consideration before we move on. Think, perhaps you've already thought to yourselves, what's the worst that can happen? And please don't utter that thought, but hold it to the side and think, is it so bad that it can't be fixed by swallowing the fish?
0: Everything. Yeah. Do we want disguises or do we just walk in like we are? It it hasn't. I mean, walking in and telling the truth hasn't exactly worked this time around. That's usually my go to.
5: I think I'm going to look weirder in a disguise.
3: (laughs) Probably true. I mean, there are some of us that are a little bit more um, experienced in doing said things. Yes. And some of us can actually turn others invisible. So there are those options as well.
0: Quinn is what kind of
3: secu- oh, sorry. waiting
2: for his chance to turn, to turn himself or someone else invisible. I, I, I just know it. It is, it is so on brand.
1: <laughs> well, since the captain and I have that ability, I mean, if it comes to that, I believe uh, Zero and Pregnart should be the ones that, we turn invisible because they will be the most difficult to disguise
4: Will your ability to turn me invisible also make me inaudible
1: Well no, no. but
2: um, he says as even the even the motion of him like sim, you know symbolizing speech with his you know robotic face is making a considerable amount of just clanking ambient noise <laughs> in the otherwise quiet room that you occupy
1: zero i happen to be pretty good at making a bunch of noise myself so if it comes to it hopefully i can distract them away from your
4: clambering
1: and lumbering well
4: i have a different question is the place you are attempting to surveil within
0: view of uh, one of the balconies here no i was hoping it would be but it's not
1: Pretty flat, right? The entire city? No, I did
2: mention that some of these, like, some of these wards and areas, like, there are some, some elevation changes, right? Like, the, the area here is not entirely flat. It's not like, 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 like this occupies like a valley or plains or anything like that. Like, there, there are some natural, like, hills and elevation changes as you move through this, like, metropolis, right? Like, yeah, like some, you know, like some, even some wards themselves, (gasps) like, one starts, like, higher up on a hill and it kind of gets a little bit, you know, kind of, the grade changes as you travel through the wards um nothing extreme but we're not talking like you know mount like things like built into the side of like cliff faces or or hillsides right but you know it would just be like you know like imagine like i guess like an average like hilly like like a hilly city like uh if you've you know been to like ithaca or been to like places like uh even kitchener is like that too in ontario it's it's got some you know like major hills and whatnot
1: okay so gorges. The natural topography hasn't necessarily affected any of the growth of the city, though, right? I mean, it's not like there's higher points
4: where there's different buildings. Yeah, on Yeah, especially because points.
2: like it looks like even areas had been like excavated or you know leveled sp- and adjusted specifically to you know support a city of this size. I mean, the obviously the design and structure of the city is very intentional in that it is circular, right? Mm-hmm. So like there has been some some actual manipulation of the land here, you know, and, but some of the natural features were kept because it is kind of pretty to be able to see sort of the landscape change as you move through a very developed city like this.
1: Hmm. Have Have we surmised that those divisions in these wards and these rings are basically separated by class? Um, or, kind
2: or function? Of it's, it, well, it's it, it, yes to both of those questions. Um, so I, I described that at the very center, you have like the tower, which you know, and like where, and like, and there's like gonna be like a smaller like castle in that general area, and like a gardens and, and plaza. It's like where, like, the that massive academy is, you know, the tower, and then you know where, presumably the the actual leadership of just the metropolis and the city itself also reside in that area, and then you have like, you know, that's kind of walled off, and then you have another section of the city that is the inner wards and then outside of that are some of the more like I guess like common like like common folk places like as the inner wards are where like most of the scholars live most of the you know like rich and important people of this particular society live and occupy um and those who you know also work closely with the tower that's itself um and then you, know, you also have like some of the like farm corridors that are even inside this inner ring to also within this outer ring that's also walled off and then outside of the city there's probably small hamlets or like you know like places like where you know pe- maybe people who couldn't afford to move in or didn't have a way to move in you know like people have come and, and set up like smaller communities outside of the actual walls of the city of rule proper, But I mean, this area houses at least 25,000 people just in the actual proper city limits, um, as, you know, just within the walls.
1: Well, uh, if we do need a vantage point, I mean, I know how to turn people into flying animals. <laughs> I could always be a hawk, I could be a bird, I could be, you know, whatever, and get just a good look at our surroundings.
2: It's an maybe, skill set to have.
1: Maybe um, I, I'm not really sure if you get in trouble for that sort of thing around here. I mean, certainly flying over certain areas, they're going to be able to tell. But yeah, I guess I'm,
2: no one's really taken the time to even bother to look into what the local laws are, because I don't think that's really ever a priority for this group.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're suggestions.
2: I mean, Jarrell, Jarrell would be just the most try. likely person to ever care about something like that amongst all of you present.
0: <clears throat> well, generally, there's a lot of, like, no magic in the streets kind of rules, especially in towns like this, right? Like, we just kind of know that.
2: Yeah, I mean, walking around, it's like you see people performing magic magic tricks in the street
0: everywhere. Nobody's asked us to turn on our weapons yet, so that's good. <laughs> We did, we didn't come into the front gate. No, you, though, you no, but you no, but, you've, but you but you have
2: passed through gates to travel between wards and no one's given you any shit for being armed to the teeth. So right.
0: <laughs> massive glowing sword and the giant robot But that's kill also machine. because
2: a lot of other people are in this city are armed to the teeth or possess very very powerful magical abilities. and there seems to be a very um, a very present like sort of like the, the the guard and 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 sort of the I guess the local military are very are, have a, have a have a very dominant presence in this city, not like martial law type stuff, but just that you know there's right. there's the, the like the the internal security of the city is very seems to be very well maintained hedrick i think you should just try it
1: okay so hedrick will turn himself into um are there any other birds that he sees around like flying over the city
2: like actual birds
1: yeah have i noticed any indigenous
0: birds yeah
2: let's take a let's take a moment and uh observe your aerial surroundings
1: What do you want? Perception? Yeah. I got a four on the die. Total of six.
2: I mean, okay. It's not like that gives you nothing. I mean, you have eyeballs. Um, you look at, I mean, you look into the air. I mean, you know, the skies are beautiful. I mean, you may see the occasional, like, bird fly overhead. But, you know, at the same time, you're also kind of distracted by the just the general atmosphere around you you all you, you, you notice that there are in certain areas of this commercial part of the ninth ward that you're in there are people busking in the streets and they're drawing crowds like there's like music happening there's life happening in these streets so like you know you're looking up but at the same time knowing you hedrick right like something else is is sort of taking your attention away from mm-hmm maybe seeing any sort of what kind of birds there are. I mean, yeah, there's like stuff flying overhead, but you wouldn't be able to pick out the actual kind of bird you saw.
1: Hedrick is definitely easily distracted. So Mm -hmm. based on whatever size he can guesstimate, whether it's like a sparrow size or a seagull size, somewhere in that range, he'll just pick something that he imagines would be in a city. Um, Well, be very specific because
2: based on your locale, right? If you pick... a, a very suspicious bird. I think I may, I may, do some well, stuff with that. So, what kind of bird are you turning yourself into? Like, give me like uh, you don't have to like you don't have to go like American swallow or something like that. I mean, like, <laughs> basic, like type of like what kind of bird are you turning into?
1: Name that bird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's just gonna go for your average sparrow.
2: Yeah. There you go. Very something, common. Bird. Something
1: small. Hopefully, it would go unlooked. And he just wants to go up, straight up, and try to survey probably about a hundred feet.
2: So that's what you want to do. So I'm going to ask you yeah, now how you how you turn yourself into a sparrow in the middle of a city street.
1: Well, he's going to have to look for someplace uh, discreet, like an alleyway. That's a
2: good idea. Let's go yeah. look for one, maybe.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, is anyone like what else, is anyone else doing anything with this? Hey, is anyone trying to go or, Yeah, like because like Hendrix about to just go do his thing.
3: I mean, but Boris said anything I'm I'm about go leaving the penthouse, so Boris is like running herself a bubble bath right now. Oh, she's up
4: <laughs> <laughs> I too thought okay. we were I'm still in the a and that possibly Hedrick could just turn into a bird somewhere in the penthouse and fly yeah. out from here, fly out yeah. the window. Yeah.
1: I'll try that. I'll yeah. try. I'll try the restroom or something. Yeah, like we'll say that. you were looking
2: up at the sky from your from the window. Yeah, I guess yeah. we weren't very specific on what how you were observing the sky. We were so, just kind of talking about the layout of the city.
1: First, I open the window. Then Hedrick plays a strange chord on his lute and polymorphs himself into a sparrow and Beautiful. flies flies out the window. Okay. So we got a bead on where the house is.
2: Yeah, you know you know exactly where it is. Like you you were yeah. given the you were given the address. You know you've seen it on a map. Like you like I'm like, and we're using that as sort of like a yada yada. So you know where to go.
1: Okay so for however long it's going to take his little sparrow body to like fly not long i mean as soon as you get mm. high enough
2: you can even see it from your vantage point
1: okay um, um is it like deep in the neighborhood that it's in like this gated community or is it like easily accessible from yeah, an edge so or a wall it's
2: like so part of the, if, if you go if you f- follow the ninth it's like the center of the ninth ward kind of moving your way up to the road like the, the, the larger road that separates the ninth ward and the 10th ward um there is a small hill where there's like a little like almost like a cul-de-sac of like a, like some like very large and impressive looking um like houses um and his house is among one of them it's like, like we'll say it's the third one in on the left okay but it is behind um you know it's own gate and it looks like there is uh what appears to be private security um, posted okay. up outside. Shit on one of them. Uh, See what they,
1: happens. <laughs> is it uh, otherwise quiet around there?
2: Uh, yeah, not as much life happening. You know, again, it is. It's you know, it's a little bit more off the. Like path of like where more commercial traffic is going like where visitors to like you know out from outside the city would be coming to like enjoy themselves or you know people going to whatever work and doing their jobs like it's it's much quieter over there I mean there's still the occasional passerby people even entering or leaving that community maybe some people going to work at the college like you don't know but there is some foot traffic just much much less than the volume you're seeing where you are like you you'd, it'd be so you'd, you'd stick out a little bit more if you all like arrived as a group right, because there's definitely not as much of a crowd there as uh, where you are now that you could possibly try to blend in.
1: Well, he wants to get close enough to see if there's anything really happening, like how many security, I guess, would be one of the things that he's looking at particularly. And like, if the house itself, I know it's obviously like booby trapped and stuff, but he's just getting like an overall layout like scan (laughs) like you would imagine a wizard's house is going to have high defenses, especially after those um, associates of Boris had said like people try to like get near the house and they don't get near the house. I think it's more
0: like protected by spells than booby trapped. I mean, which ma- I mean, it's not, not like Home Alone, where like you walk in, in and I paint mean, can, sure, I'm swinging in and cracks you in the head. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to
2: say? You don't know. You really? I mean, you don't. You have. It's like you've tried to break into this house. Nor are you trying to break into this house. I have no idea. I, I really we're have no idea where, where this, this plan house. is going. I hope
0: here. we're not trying to
2: break. I, in this I, house. I mean, you <laughs> hope you're not. But like, you know, I, are you trying to make sure that everyone's on the same page here? Because what Jarrell wants and what the party typically does don't always. Yeah. You know, no. I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> um, but as far as to answer your questions about, as far as like what you were specifically trying to observe, Hedrick, you see that the. The guards posted up outside the, the, the gates themselves there seemed to be at least four that you could see you know like you know a couple two walking around and then two posted up at the gates themselves there don't appear to be any patrolling necessarily within the community but i mean it's not this cul-de-sac is so large that these guards would not be able to like from like one of their like small watchtowers at the top of this like okay. gate um wouldn't be able to hear or see necessarily something loud or like you know an incident was happening um, but there seems to be four that that you've that you've been able to see moving around and, and looking around. Like some of them, I mean, they're like talking to each other. Like even like you know, it's at times like you can see like one of the guys down below who's like you know like patrolling and like you know just like doing his rounds, like looking around and stuff like that. They're like talking up to the guys who are in the tower, like just having a casual conversation. Like they're they, you know, it's it's probably pretty boring to stand around all day, so. They're just sure. they're they're having a they're just chatting with each other.
1: And really, Hedrick just wanted like a cursory glance. He wanted to like look at this thing and then report back and say, this is the terrain, this is the direction, this is the best way we should go. I pulled up a bluebird on D&D Wiki. <laughs> if I need any checks as a bird. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, oh, good. No. we have bird rules.
1: Bird we rules. Do, and my and beak the, attack is bird plus law. two. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> you are that
2: creature for as long as you're polymorphed as. So you might as well have its uh, its table up. Um, but no, I'm I, at this point with what you're trying to observe so far. I don't, I don't think a check is necessary. This is stuff that would be apparent to the naked eye.
1: Okay, so I've got this spell for an hour. I'm not so sure I want to. Spend an entire hour looking at everything. It's it's, it's as good as I yeah, can. Yeah, up to you. I mean, you, like, can,
2: you can. I mean, you can tell me if you if you wanted to spend a certain amount of time observing. You know, we can just kind of fast forward that, and if you notice anything in that time, I'll tell you. Uh-huh. Well, but that's yeah, I, would, I would. I would just check in with the rest of the party first to see what they're doing in that time span.
1: Sure. I mean, that's exactly. I just don't want them walking off. <laughs> I come back and they're all gone.
2: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. So are you saying, okay, you have enough information, you're going back?
1: Yeah, I'm just heading back now.
2: Okay. So Hedrick arrives. You turn him back into Hedrick, I'm assuming, after you fly back in through the window. Uh, Actually, when uh, when the (laughs) bird flies back in through the window, does everybody remember that Hedrick turned into a bird? Would anyone be surprised that a bird flew into your window? I, I think I remember.
1: Okay. I'm usually yeah. surprised by... Is
3: that an savings. intelligence check or a wisdom check? No.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you want to make a check for it, I'd be happy to make you make a check for it. To fish for, to fish for a terrible result. But if I recall, Boris was point. taking a bubble bath.
3: I was going to say, she's in the bathtub and there are so many bubbles in this tub that like, even if this tub is for some reason in the main room, like she couldn't see the bird coming in through the window anyway.
2: Yeah, no, it is separate. <laughs>
6: Actually, Pregnard has not left the window since he flew out, and he's been like sort of uh, waving to passersby on the street.
2: You get some waves back, and some people. Uh, and, and then and then others actually reel back in disgust as they've never seen anything quite like you before, and they're. Do scared. not a reel. I'm friendly. <laughs> I mean, you're at the you're at the penthouse. You're you're definitely a few like a few floors something like four or five floors up. Like you know. So how? How would
0: we go about not
5: real back real towards me let's be friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> How would we go about getting like news here Like just like the, the, the common news? daily news
2: I mean there's bulletin boards posted up there's, pro, there's there 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 you know there might be like a newspaper who knows you know what I mean um but there's definitely like actual there's like you know like any any sort of town of this time period a lot of stuff will be posted to like public bulletin boards, to like inform people of like whatever you know area or region that they're in of like what's happening around town or what's happening around the area.
0: Is there one in the hotel?
2: Oh, probably. I would I would expect there to be. Yeah, probably. On the, if you were to go back down to the lobby, you'd, you'd likely find one there if you were looking for it.
0: What kind of stuff is listed in their news? Well,
2: are you leaving the penthouse and going downstairs? Yeah. yeah,
0: I'll go downstairs. Okay. Well, as you're, okay, I'll so, let everyone know. I'll, I'm going to see if I can find any common news of what happened yesterday. See if there's any reporting on that.
2: Okay. From and the as explosion. you're doing that, I mean, Hedrick does arrive, turn back into himself. Um, you know, just before you go, like, you know, he does share, I guess, his observations. So that at least y'all are aware of what um, he just saw. Um but yeah you can go downstairs back down to the lobby take the stairs down and um, yeah there is like you know one of those like big bulletin boards ton, you know a ton of stuff is posted up all over it and there is you know you actually see that someone is currently trying to arrange the stuff again so it's all legible and he's like throwing out like advertisements and things like that you can even see there's a um, a thing carved and posted onto this board that says you know no
0: solicitations um, So people like, still throw them up anyway some people yeah. Um, is there anything like an obituary or where would you find stuff about the most common like incidents especially if it's anything in the tower that's what I'm that's looking for that
2: is, an, that is an interesting question um, no there would there would not be obituaries up on this board mm-hmm. but it is a very interesting question um, I mean you may have to ask around to see where that kind of where those records are kept and if those are available to the public
0: right Uh, anything about happenings in the tower or are they keeping to themselves pretty much
2: Um, there's like a list of like public events, like things that are happening, like in the library, like there's like, you know, advertisements for like story time for children, they have advertisement, there's there's not not advertisements necessarily, but there's like, you know, they're they're, they're announcing like the schedule for like their events of like, you know, for stuff for kids, when some of their public classes are because they run some classes for the general public that are just, you know, available to anyone to come and learn about whatever they're teaching that day or whatever subject they're going over or whatever cool thing they want to demonstrate, you know like the the, the tower TED Talks essentially Uh, (laughs) um, there are like also um, you know like lost and found like posts up there but there's not like necessarily any you know if there's there's local news it's more like you know hey you know local like so and so you know discovers um, a new way to make healing potions more affordable or right. like you know like stuff like that where it's just like it's it's still very much feels like news of the day there doesn't appear to be any sort of like alerts or warnings or advisories or anything that would indicate maybe there's something going on or something that the people need to be aware of it just seems rather ordinary
0: is there do, am i aware of what the most common religion is in this time in this city
2: i i I mean, from what you read about, like, before the fall, before you had known or what you would have been taught growing up in the, I guess, post fall upheaval religious right. area, is that prior to the foul upheaval, um, religious beliefs were very fluid, and, you know, people would just, you know, there are many different, there, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a polytheistic pantheon of different gods that have controlled the aspects of our existence, and, you know, people really believe in this era that the gods are very involved in the world, right? And they channel their power through like their servants and, and the people who are devoted to their cause. So, but it's it's less, you know, whereas post-fall upheaval, a lot of humanity, like the humans themselves started to follow Valen as she was sort of the, like what they sort of saw as their savior, who was going to save them from, you know, the aftermath of this like catastrophic event. But prior to her ascension, I guess, it was more of just the typical, like I guess, like you know, your your Don more pantheon, your D and D pantheon of fifth edition, like you know, all your. So different there's, gods no, and,
0: there's no, there's yeah. no real way to predict what like temple or whatever Ebenezer would have gone to.
2: Yeah, if, if he, he went he, to any of them. Yeah, I mean, you could make you could make you know, inferences based on you know what you think he'd believe in or what you think he'd follow because obviously every god has very specific beliefs and domains that they sort of. Rule over, right? Like you would know at this time, Corallon is still alive and well, and is the god of magic.
0: That comes in handy, I guess.
2: Right, because Corallon was one of the people who was involved in creating the portent of in, uh, the the very important portent of bright Light. Um, Pelor was the god of light. Okay. And well, actually, the... more. I mean, and Moradin was alive at this time too, technically. So this is a very interesting conundrum we are in because there is also the, I guess, essence or soul of Moradin inside of Zero. I mean, only if I meet myself. Yeah, it's 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 weird, you know, but at least currently on the primaterial plane that you are
4: occupying in the past. See, I wonder about powers derived from Valen. Mm-hmm. We don't well, I know did... how we're pulling them because Valen is quite mortal right now. Right, is mm-hmm. derived from Moradin though, there is a Moradin to pull those powers from.
2: You know the the thing is, Jarrell was bestowed a certain level of power by just becoming the you know like Valen's champion, right? I mean, there was there was a whole like knighting situation essentially that happened. Um, So I would think that by now, especially with like what level you guys are at and everything like that, that you that, you know, those of you with like divine powers probably possess a little of that spark within yourself
0: at this point. Yeah, that was supposed to be my ascension to begin with. But I
2: did I did mention to you that, you know, while you're wearing this helmet of Valen, right, there is sort of almost you almost feel like you have like tinnitus.
0: Yeah. And on top of that, the spells don't work. They don't seem to work exactly the same. It doesn't feel the same.
2: It doesn't feel the same. Doesn't feel like you're drawing it from your faith in Valen. It just—it just, it just feels different.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll return. All back. good questions.
2: All very good questions. I really like that you guys are trying to understand more of your setting.
0: Um, yeah, I'll head back upstairs after not having really found out much and see what everyone else is doing.
2: Yeah, um, any other ideas from amongst the group about how to proceed? I guess you know you have you know you have all the information that you've been given so far. You know, is there any other information you want before you go off and make a plan to surveil?
0: I don't know that we should directly interact with Ebenezer or his family. He well, does that, kind you, of... you
2: already threw that option out the window when you walked into his office. Um, well, y- yeah. Yesterday.
0: But I don't want to like try to break into his house. Pretty much
3: what I'm saying,
0: <laughs> yes, or, 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 yes. or even like go up to them and talk to them necessarily. I want you don't to just want kind of to watch.
3: break in, or you don't want to get caught breaking in.
0: I don't see what the purpose of breaking in would be.
3: Because I, because we
0: Cause don't have to main... be
3: caught breaking in.
0: I have no intention of breaking into his house or talking to his wife. I'm mostly curious to see what happened if that was his son up there in the tower infirmary. There may be some good we can still do there if he's not cured yet.
6: Him being our prime suspect.
0: You mean the son?
6: No, I mean Ebenezer. Oh yeah, Sorry, Ebenezer's definitely,
0: definitely the prime suspect. I, my Jarell's kind of hope here is that there's something that we can do to save his kid that'll keep him from turning evil. That's why he's also trying to find out whether or not the kid's dead. <laughs> Looking for the obituaries.
4: Ooh, tragic backstory.
0: It's the start of all villains. I like the what our the good ones anyway.
2: Your appointment is null and void because you—you a did not make an appointment, and b you know he said he just said come back after nine. I you know my office hours for groups are today, after from nine a.m. onward. Um, But we're not about in there. Also, you know, (laughs) presume I mean from what you understand, his son was just seriously injured. So, um, or what you are assuming is his son was seriously injured.
6: I guess these things all work against us. (laughs)
1: <laughs> one thing's for certain is we've met two different Ebenezer's, and mm-hmm. something happens that turns this lovable old you know super wizard super nice guy into the you know epitome of destruction or at Dump. least the you know the, the utensil of destruction something happens through him
0: He certainly wasn't the nicest man I've ever met. That honor is directly related to Mr. Pregnant here. (laughs) I will pat the nicest man I've ever met on the head.
3: (laughs) You're using the term man very loosely.
1: It's me. He is a frog man. My goggles are men in their own way.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's not easy being green.
3: Next, you're going to start singing the Rainbow Connection. Mm-hmm.
6: I'm I don't just, think uh, I'm just sit- can hit that register. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Listen, I'm just sitting back and letting you guys riff in character. I mean, it's like you got to come up with the plan. I can't. I, I mean, I can only give you what you ask for.
0: Perhaps we do watch the house. And if we see a sign that the son is still injured, I could offer my assistance and maybe get us back in before things go south again.
4: Be an I'm um, not imaginary. certain anything to I do with that idea. family is going to be a winning play. I have an idea.
5: I have a plan. <laughs> I would like to go to a bakery and uh, get a pie and then I would like to go to a florist and get a bouquet and go to Ebenezer's house and give him presents to say, I hope that your son gets better soon.
0: I honestly think that's a wonderful idea, Pregnice. (laughs) Probably the best idea we've had so far. One brief problem with that.
4: We don't officially know it's his son. We've inferred it based on on ill-gotten intelligence.
5: That is a gamble I'm
2: willing to take. Well, you know he has a kid.
0: Right, but Mm -hmm. but we we, us knowing he has a kid and and him standing over a young man who was injured. It is a
2: reasonable. (laughs) It is a very reasonable assumption to make based on the fact that Mildred Scutabute told you that he has a wife and child, and that you know he was caring for somebody who was seriously injured that Boris saw,
3: and that we knew that the
2: child was a student at the school. Yes. You also know that the child was a student at the school, and you were also told by a prefect, who did you know, who was not allowed to divulge identity information, but you knew that the kid who was injured was the child was the child of a faculty member. You have all of what this. What kind information. of pie are we getting?
0: What pie would you suggest, pregnant
2: mm, Blackberry.
1: Yeah, I think something tart and sweet. <laughs>
5: I just said because he has black in his name. Blackberry, makes sense.
2: So I have a... I don't necessarily want to intentionally call attention (laughs) to something, but I feel like it would be unfair for me not to call attention to this in that y'all are making this plan now, right? Has anyone heard from Boris besides knowing that she's in a mountain of bubbles somewhere?
4: She's still in the Mountain of Bubbles. No, we and assume Boris is in the Mountain of Bubbles or that Boris is somewhere that we can't do a damn thing about anyway. So right. we might as well assume she's in the Mountain of Bubbles. Okay.
2: Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just asking. I, she has been very quiet and I just see her smiling.
0: For all we know, smiling
2: this whole time.
0: Boris could be back in the tower murdering his son. We don't know. <laughs> like, we have no idea. Yes, but yeah. we can't alter that
4: outcome from here. No. Okay.
2: I'm just, okay
4: Even if we tried I don't think we could
2: So, no. so anyways you were discussing I guess a plan About buying um, a care package For Ebenezer
4: Yeah. So that speaking about both well that soon. and the other Plan neither of these issues Are so bad that I can't swallow the fish And get us up Alright mm-hmm. right, let's go to a bakery
2: Okay when you say let's go to a bakery Who are you talking to Jarrell's totally going with
5: pregnant Everybody party. in here, um, let me poke my head into the bathroom door, uh, crack open bathroom door. Uh, Boris, Boris?
2: There, is, there is no response. Boris, am I pronouncing that right? Um, Pregnart, make me a perception check. Uh, I will not give you disadvantage on this because you're familiar with bubbles.
6: <laughs> uh perception. uh
1: uh-huh.
0: Familiar with bubbles.
6: Uh,
2: He's
1: very at 16. home
6: with bubbles.
2: 16
1: we need to add that um, to
3: your
2: character sheet. There is a there, there is a tiny bathroom window kind of mounted very high up on the wall, and it is wide open.
0: A nude Boris is running through the town. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> we don't know this either.
3: Nobody said she was nude. All right. <laughs> My clothes aren't in the uh, room. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, um, I think Boris is gone
0: missing. Of course she has. This I is miss the miss least miss. surprising news of the day. It sounds about right. When do Hop- we try to here, make it to the else house? takes
4: the timer. Right. <laughs> do
0: we try to make it to the house before
4: she does? So I have an alternate proposal, and maybe we don't do it this time. Maybe it happens later. I propose that we sit back and do nothing. Eventually, something is going to pop off, whether uh, whether we do anything or not.
3: And Can when that pops bakery, off, we're going to learn something. Mm-hmm. My
4: concern—we should going to a bakery isn't the worst idea, regardless of what happens with those baked goods.
0: Right. My concern is that there's only so many chances we have, and we've already wasted two of them, probably. He has, uh Dr. Hines has not given us an exact number, but I can't imagine it's much. He's very made it very clear that it is limited. So I'd like to do as much as we can in each of our attempts. If we can if we can protect the if we can solve this issue this time, we don't have to do it again.
3: But who's to say what Boris is doing isn't the way we solve the
0: problem? We've never solved the problem before, ever. So... Nobody, nobody. Who knows, knows what, what Boris, Boris is. is? Let's get the, to the
5: street. The, Let's go to a bakery. The best try way. To find Something to do. I'm getting <laughs> bored.
3: <laughs> Someone,
5: she wants to go alone. Who wants to go with me? I'm bored up here. I want to do something.
0: Darrell's already ready to go with you to the bakery. I
5: should hop out the window and go. I should have been with Boris. <laughs> next time we reset, but next time we get that peanut butter cup, I'm going with
2: Boris this time.
1: I could have gone invisible and
2: helped her. I mean, listen, people, there there was plenty of time to come up with plans. pregnart has got a plan. Boris has got a plan. So we're going to see him out. So Pregnart, I'm assuming you take everyone else comes with you to a bakery. Yeah. Uh, Boris, while they're searching for a bakery, where are you? This is an address shop. You're in a dress shop. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um,
3: Boris is shopping specifically for an appropriate gown for a 13 year old young lady of the time.
2: Like, yeah, because so like a period gown, essentially, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, plenty yep. of there. Something in, that in says fact, I'm
3: from an affluent family.
2: <laughs> there is an enthusiastic um, halfling woman who runs this shop, um, and she is like measuring you and like, you know, just like, I mean, scurrying around, you're getting everything just fitted properly. Um, You have plenty of money on you, so I'm not even going to bother you. Just like you just slap some, you know, money on the counter and she just is going to work. Um, So, yes, uh, whatever dress you desire can be yours.
3: If the price is right, it's appropriate for the time period.
2: We haven't really established that, so, like, why don't you... your your What you say here is now the period dress.
3: Cool. So Boris is incredibly uncomfortable because she is, like, corseted to the nines and has, like, way more petticoats than she has ever experienced in her entire life on and, and doesn't even understand the thing that's happening with the frills on her shoulders and is just, like, in this... Like, you know, not evening gown, because she wasn't going that fancy, but it feels like an evening gown to Boris because of just the amount of, like, fabric and binding involved with this compared to normally being in very flexible armor.
2: Right. And what have you done with, like, your armor and things like that? You, like, stored uh, so those away?
3: I, I've, I've gotten a nice satchel as well. So all uh-huh. of my stuff has gone into the pockets of my armor, and then my armor's been nicely folded into my satchel with my dagger. Very nice. Okay. <laughs>
4: Perfect.
2: um so yeah you're so boris you know he's doing all that stuff I mean, that takes some time um so y'all go to you know looking around for a bakery you might you y'all you guys might even bump into one another but will you even recognize boris if she walks out of that shop in this dress right now we'll, we'll see i would Not so unless pre- she
4: wants to be it's boris
2: i mean right, no. yeah Hold on, let me see i'm pretty sure the name bucket has a baker in here somewhere uh da, 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 going to the
6: Opti is especially allergenic today. Hyper, hyper allergenic.
4: I mean, you never hear it, but I presume that's the right word.
2: Oh, you know what? No, I have a great idea. You find a bakery run by none other than an old friend of Hoblet, Maven the Baker. Oh, nice. A red-nosed dwarven man with a very full head of hair and a very full beard is uh, running the shop with, you know, it looks like a a team of other uh, dwarves that you probably would assume that they're all related. Um, And yeah, they're making all kinds of delicious baked goods up in here.
6: Pragnar walks up to the counter. He says,
2: Ah,
5: Which pie is best for a bribe? (laughs) Uh,
2: The the dwarf maven um, I guess we're actually, only a couple. Some of you here would actually recognize it. Quinn and um, Zero, I think even Jarel too. Yeah, would recognize this guy. Um, he mm-hmm. says, uh, "For a bribe, are you talking about putting
5: a bribe into a pie, or bribing someone with the pie? Bribing something." Some-
6: uh, Sorry, did I just? I
5: think you I got just. Your you accent just. Yeah, you just osmosised
2: my accent. Yeah.
5: Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. I would like to bribe somebody with pie. Okay. Fruit, sweet or savory? Mmm, fruit, sweet, please. Okay. Berry? Or... Yes, berry. Okay. Uh I saved you on that one. (laughs) Stone fruit.
1: (laughs) 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 Stone, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, Dwarven stone fruit. I mean we
2: can whip something up for you. Um, any
5: of Maven's pies would be worthy of a bribe. I was thinking blackberry
2: pie. Yeah, and do you want anything any any frilly extras in there or just a proper mm, blackberry I would like
5: pie? Cast um especially decorative Sure. I want, I want this pie to be irresistible, please.
2: Oh, one irresistible pie coming right up then. Uh, he just scurries off to the back, and yeah, you hear a bunch of you know people talking, and then he comes back and says,
5: like, "Okay, we'll be thirty minutes." All right.
2: Do you know where uh, a florist is? What would I do with flowers?
5: I'm probably sorry, somewhere we... in
2: this town yes
5: uh, okay so nowhere nearby thank you for your help <laughs> you're welcome
2: little frog we'll see you in 30 minutes okay bye bye all right you got a pie on you got a pie being made right now congratulations
6: why does this baker not know what any of the surrounding businesses are that doesn't make any sense.
4: He's <laughs> so very he just likes, minded.
6: Yeah, maybe he just likes to be
2: doing his thing and making pies. Maybe he just doesn't really care for flowers. And doesn't really, you know. Yeah, maybe like he's allergic to, to flowers
1: and just doesn't care. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't know uh, this man.
4: Where have we met? the baker before or
1: Hoblet. He's a friend of Hoblet.
4: In fact, oh. as soon as you
2: walk outside Pregner and you look at the row of storefronts, there is a florist two doors down.
6: Well, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? then? Well, apparently <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't
4: yeah, yeah. plan on staying in town for more than two
0: days. Right, or a day and a half at this point.
6: Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch!
2: All right, right, because you guys ran into him I... in the opposite ass end of the world. Right.
6: <laughs> I go into the florist.
2: Okay, you go to the florist. It is there's a I actually have a florist in the main bucket as well. you get these all the things. Um, yes, inside of this flower shop, this florist. It's, it it literally is just called Flora Ann's
6: Fauna. <laughs>
2: uh, Are they like animal shaped
6: flower bouquets?
2: Um no. The proprietor of this business, F- Flora Ann, yeah, um, is a what a, she looks she looks like a like an actual like a horned creature, but not like a tiefling. Almost like a like a standing like goat human, like a satyr almost. Okay. And she's like, he was, like she's just a menagerie in here of like beautiful like, of, 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 of all kinds of like floral and like varietal plants. It is like a a uh,
6: green thumbs dream in here. Got it. Okay. Well, I go up to the counter, and I say, Uh, which,
5: uh,
2: which bouquet would be best for a bribe? <laughs> the, um, Flora responds, and she says, what kind Is anybody of... following me, by the way? Am I just yeah, like... Yeah, no, uh, we're, we're all, all Yeah, ways. I think everyone's just following okay. along. They're just along for the ride. She says, <laughs> What kind of bribe, honey? One to win over the heart of your sweetie, or one to say I'm sorry? Um... Sort of like, why does she sound like she runs a brothel? I I, I don't don't know, man. Just let me just let me be a character for fuck's sake.
5: (laughs) It's kind of like an unstructured bribe. Maybe bribe is the wrong word, but it that's what it feels like.
2: You have to be more specific,
0: baby. More along the lines (laughs) of i I'm sorry. Jarrell will kind of chip in a little bit,
3: Fran. You're enjoying this too much.
0: I am.
6: I am. (laughs) Uh, sexy, Dave's do you want your flowers? So how is is like red in the face? He's giggling.
2: How, se- how sexy do you want your flowers? Yeah, she's pretty much asking you how sexy you want your flowers.
3: Do you want the pistols showing or not showing?
5: <laughs> this is not sexy bouquet. This is like just friendly flowers. <laughs> just trying to make people feel good.
2: Oh, well, I mean, I can direct you to some of my many kinds of roses and other you know, colorful flowers, something to, you know, share your affection with somebody, your, your friendship.
0: It's a, a kind of a get well soon type
2: thing. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? Yeah, I have some forget forget-me-nots and some other things. Here, what? don't make me name flowers right now. I don't want to come up with flower. It, it's, uh, it's inconsequential. What kind of flowers are you looking for? Help me out here. Hyacinths. I want hyacinths. Oh, I got some right here for you. She like walks over. You see like a, you know, some of the some of them like hanging like, in some hanging baskets somewhere behind like you know this counter area she's uh, at, and she like you know gets a few ones clipped off, nice and fresh. She cleans them and wraps them and presents them to you in a nice beautiful bouquet. Wow, I love this. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. This uh, is that'll free? be just that <laughs> she's like <laughs> she says that will be 50 silver.
6: Okay, sort of nudges Jarrell.
0: Yeah, uh Jarrell will Jarrell ponies <laughs> up. <in the laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
5: I a feel fro- like it's a frog with a it Sugar radar.
6: Daddy. I see. <laughs> it's gone under the radar, I think completely for uh, until now, but like pregnant does not have any concept. Yeah, right. He doesn't carry any money. I <laughs> don't hey. anyone given him any money. And I don't think it's ever. it works out before, for no.
4: the best because any money you carry would have a fine film all over it.
6: <laughs> right. The only the only currency that is canon for Pregnart is
4: sausage. That's true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No one really pays for anything with no. sausage in, no. this, in this society. So
4: hey, pregnant does. Pay up Jarrell. He, he very does strike me as a very much barter economy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, and you know, after you pay and you know the this exchange happens, you know, um, she just says, you know, come back and see me anytime, sweetie, and then she gives a wink to Jarrell. What? He's the one who ponied up. No. Oh. That's he thinks He thinks Obviously he thinks sweetest one she thinks months. that he's your sugar daddy.
0: Which is probably, you know, relatively accurate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you have an entourage for some reason. That's about it. Um, you guys walk out of the florists and a few more doors down um, out of the dress shop out walks a very, very different looking Boris. Are you wearing anything on your head? Do you have any, like, yeah. headwear? Like, um, my
3: my plan was to get hair done next, so... If Uh, I could have done that in the same shop, then I would have done that in the same. Yeah. So I was like, I would have gone from like dress to hairdresser, wherever that is in this strip, which seems like it would also be in this strip. I see. Yeah,
2: probably. Why not? Somewhere in this area, there's definitely a hairdresser. Um, And what what I want to happen here as I sort of begin to roll the credits on this episode is that as both parties are walking out of their respective shops, they sort of like look over in like you know, in, in in each other's direction, kind of like that scene from It's Always Sunny, where like you know, Mac and Charlie are staring at each other from like right. different tables across a restaurant, <laughs> right? Where like your eyes lock, but like you know, you're doing your thing, and the other person's doing their thing, but like there's just that brief moment of like or eye that contact. That umbrella
6: academy meme.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just like you know what I mean? Where like you like you see each other, and you go back to doing your respective things. <laughs> And yeah. that's where I'd like to call this episode of the of Zero's <laughs> podcast.
4: As long as Boris is, is intends to be recognized, then yes. Otherwise, I mean, there's no way any of us is going to beat her score if Boris doesn't want to be seen. Right. Right.
3: I, yeah. I will say that 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 Boris only like she meets eyes with Pregnart yes, very briefly of a second. that Lock
2: eyes. Yes. 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 Yes.
3: And then like goes into the <laughs> the, the hairdresser hair <laughs>
2: perfect yeah he had
6: a blank stare yeah. and then he continues forward
2: <laughs> beautiful and that's where we call this episode of the hapless heroes podcast if you like us you can find us on the internet we're on such places as twitter which has been recently revived under the uh, guiding hand of our very own zach i'm just looking for at hapless heroes on twitter
6: um tell me something, something. Tell me something on Twitter that I don't know. Mm, There's your challenge. Tell something.
2: Tell us something we don't know. That's pretty easy. Come on. Try us.
6: Past, present, or future.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) But you can also find us. We are on other places like Instagram and Facebook and Reddit. Those places, really, a lot of those will also have links to direct you to where a lot of us spend the majority of our time socializing on the internet and that is our discord server you can meet and interact with us other members of our community that we've uh grown from this show that just they, more people just keep showing up and we are so happy to have all of you hanging out with us um, we're talking D stuff we're talking sports stuff because you know we're no secret a lot of us are buffalo bills fans so uh that's just the who how it be um <laughs> shut up who's that? uh but you know we're all you know it's a, we're just, it's, a, it's a great community it's a great time we encourage you to come in and join the conversation um, it's just it's a super fun place to be but if you really like us you can leave us a five star review or rating on the podcast service of your choice um, you know I think you know iTunes and some other stuff do, do allow you to still leave reviews um, Spotify allows you to leave you know at least a rating we'd appreciate a, a, a five star rating on Spotify it seems to be where the majority of you are listening to us on um, but if you want to say some kind words to us and don't have the method to do so, you could also just shoot us an email at haplosheroes at gmail.com or leave a review in the Five Stars channel on our Discord server, just like uh, Killian97 did. And Now, Killian97 is the person we said was our hundredth person to join the Discord server, and we sent them unsolicited doodles. They reached the episode. Nice. <laughs> and, we're, and, and, and then suddenly the unsolicited doodles made sense. Um, <laughs> but they say... What to say about a group of friends sharing their love of the game with, with the world? I say bravo. The characters are as lovable as the people that portray them. The gameplay is engaging and easy to follow because they explain what is going on with each spell, action, and movement made. Do we? I, I really, I'm really glad you think so. Uh, not <laughs> real sticklers of the rules, per se. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but they keep it flowing and captivating for the audience. The in-and-out-of-character banter will keep you rolling with laugh star- laughter. Five stars aren't nearly enough.
3: Thank you, Left Killian. Five,
2: five, shut up. Five stars aren't nearly <laughs> enough to describe you, Killian ninety-seven. Thank yeah. you for being a part of
4: our audience. Yeah, he says he the rules deserves. aren't a big, but enjoy
3: yeah. the doodles.
4: Do we ever really break the rules, though? Like I think we're pretty good on those for the most part.
2: I rules think are rule subjective. We
3: cool a lot of stuff, yeah.
2: But anyway, oh. speaking of things that are cool, if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon. It's patreoncom slash we have a whole bunch of different rewards on there. I'm a little behind in adding some new ones, but I'm, uh, I got a nice queue of stuff to just a nice chunk of content to add on there. Bloopers, behind-the-scenes audio, uh, potential future
6: hot-chip challenge... Every, oh like, yeah what are we doing on the are we doing the one chip uh, challenge yeah where, where do they sell them if, if we can find out where they
2: sell them Walgreens we'll, 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 I'll, I'll buy one whoever else wants to buy one buy one. I'll figure out how to record <laughs> all of us via like OBS and stuff like that and I'll like put it up on the fucking Patreon page and like, like a, it's like a, Let's private, do it. like a private YouTube link for our patrons so wanna, uh, I I expect to see it. that in the coming weeks or months or whenever you're listening to this it might already be up who knows um and yeah, a whole bunch of stuff on there. All the money just goes right back into, honestly, this show. We got Mike a new microphone. Today, if you, yeah. you know, heard his voice sound so much nicer now. Mike's got now. a new mic. Um, you know, we pay our hosting costs. Like, it's just, it's been, it's been such a blessing to have you supporting us. And we, we really want to make sure that we're, you know, giving you the, uh, the quality content that you're essentially paying us for or donating to us for. Uh, so thank you all to our
6: supporters. You guys are amazing. Seriously. Yeah. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, uh, design yourself uh, in a pocketable incendiary device, and uh, cover your body in uh, fire retardant gel and clothing, except for the pants, and then walk up to somebody uh, with the uh, pocketable incendiary device in your in your pants pocket, and uh, say, the hapless Heroes is... Not a good podcast. And then click your incendiary device. Your pants will go up in flames, but you will be uh, safe from it because of the retarded gel. And then you'll 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 wink at them and say, "Get it?
1: You're a liar, a liar. Pants on fire. Yeah, it, it's it's you'll totally say, doable. Say, wink, but wink, I think wink, I, wink. I think I get it.
6: <laughs> get it? My pants are on fire because I said the hapless heroes podcast is. Not good, wink, get it. And at that point,
4: you'll you'll probably be sustaining some burns. But
1: it'll be worse <laughs> Stop dropping. No, right.
4: be traumatized by the man self-immolating at me over a podcast. <laughs> Definitely not that. Definitely no. not
2: that. That could not no. possibly happen. Just remember that
0: flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. So don't. <laughs> what a country! <laughs> no, you,
6: you're going for fire retardant joe
0: right <laughs> make sure you pick the right
2: thing <laughs> good lord anyways uh so to outro our show i know nothing more besides just to go back through the order of people that we went through at the start of this and tell you who they are again and tell you how much i love them starting with john playing lord jor the light until next time phil as hedrick the entertainer
1: Heroes be shopping. You go 160 years in the past, you cannot stop a hero from shopping.
2: <laughs> Zach as
5: Pregnard. Froggy's little baby loves short and froggy's little baby loves blackberry pie. Nicole as Boris the Butcher.
3: You, if his tag says this dress is inflammable, that's lucky. <laughs> Mike as Lord and Captain <laughs> Quinn Southwind. I'm almost offended I wasn't invited to retail therapy.
2: <laughs> and Dave as Zero Vaylin's Avatar of 4.
4: Good evening everyone.
2: And I'm Francesco, as I have been your host at DM. We'll see you next week. I love goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
4: goodbye.